Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we have the latest on Adam Cole following his Forbidden Door cancellation. A top AEW star has suffered a fractured arm. We're going to tell you how AEW handled the Elite and CM Punk last night. And then we're going to talk about the huge AEW record that has just been smashed up all over the place. I'm Andy from What Culture. This is the news. Mike Raffone sitting beside me on this video. We're not going to run through the results or turns or turns changes or anything like that from Forbidden Door. What went down's already up, so if you want to know about that stuff, check out that video and Simon Miller will be here a little bit later on today, of course, with ups and downs. Anyway, we're going to kick off with a Forbidden Door match that didn't actually happen. I'm talking about Adam Cole versus Tom Lawler. Now, this was set up on last week's episode of Dynamite. Um, it was done through an angle with MJF, who kind of had uh, Tom Lawler and Royce Isaacs jump Adam Cole from behind in the ring. MJF pretended he was coming to help. You know, you saw the show, probably, maybe, kind of. Uh, and the match was set up with Lawler kind of coming in as some kind of mercenary to soften Cole up a little bit because he's feuding with Cole, even though they're in the blind eliminator together. And it would probably be in his best interest not to get him beaten up by people. Whatever the case, Adam Cole was sick. Uh, Tony Khan announced this before the show, confirming that the match had been cancelled. Um... Now, some other details have since come through on this situation, uh, with Khan confirming during the post-Forbidden Door media scrum that Cole had showed up to the building with a fever and it's believed he is suffering from the flu. As a result, because they don't want to spread this around and risk other people getting sick, um, he had to go home and the match with Tom Lawler could not happen. And now, instead of wrestling Cole, obviously, Lawler ended up facing Serpentico in a short match, a short, dark match uh, at the event in Toronto. Uh, safe to say Lawler not particularly pleased about this because he tweeted effing gutted. Um, so there's, a, there, there's his response to the whole situation. And now Fightful Select have noted as well that, that Cole was pulled due to illness, um, but he was also a little bit banged up as well after wrestling a 30-minute time limit draw with MJF on, what date was that? 14th of June on that episode of Dynamite. Uh, and the outlet noted as well that AEW had actually considered booking Lawler against someone else on the main card of Forbidden Door, um, but they ultimately did not 
do that uh, and instead had the last minute decision to, to put him over Serpentico on uh, on that dark match. So maybe they'll, I mean, you'd like to think that they'll book Lawler again and uh, you know, just do something nice, give him another big match, maybe try and redo the Cole match at some point. Um, but as of right now, no word on when Adam is going to be back on AEW television, uh, when he's going to be back in action, how long the flu will sideline him for. Uh, best wishes to him in his recovery. Uh, obviously, the flu, pretty pretty rough thing to go through. Um, you know, the past few years have recontextualized this into just you, you avoid, don't get sick, just stay away from other people, rest up, be easy, be safe, look after yourself, you'll be fine. Cole's gonna be good, he's a good dude. I'm sure Tom Waller's a good dude as well. Let's go. Let's move over into our second story of today. Uh, Brian Danielson's hurt his arm. Great. Um, this happened during last night's Forbidden Door pay-per-view. He wrestled Kazuchika Okada in the main event and it's understood that about 10 minutes before the finish he hit an elbow drop and his doctors think he has fractured his arm. Um, his forearm to be precise. This was confirmed during the post-show press scrum as well. Danielson said it himself. His doctors think he's fractured his forearm and they reckon he's going to be out of action for the next six to eight weeks. Uh, Danielson stated that as well that when he was wrestling MGF in a 60-minute Ironman match at uh, Revolution, forgetting all these show names, um, he suffered a torn labrum and compressed some discs as well, but he kind of wrote that off as typical wrestler stuff uh, and praised AEW's medical team for how they'd assisted him through all of this. So last night was only his second match, actually, since wrestling MGF, since tearing his labrum, apparently. Um, in between all of this, he was in, not blood and guts, what's the other one? Anarchy in the Arena, a double or nothing. Obviously, that, that was an eight-person tag, so it's not quite as... Uh, he wasn't wrestling straight for 30 minutes on his own like he was last night. Um, he beat Okada, however, Danielson did. He tapped him out. This was actually the first time Okada has been tapped out since wrestling Shinsuke Nakamura uh, in 2015. So, quite the achievement for the American Dragon. He had the final countdown. Great stuff across the board. Um, apparently, according to Tony Khan during the press conference, Final Countdown costs as much as a wrestler contract. So we're probably not going to see that again. But hey, there you go. Uh, for Rindor in general, let us know your thoughts down in the comment section below. What was your favorite match? What was your uh, favorite moment? Whatever, whatever. Mine, favorite moment, uh, Big Tom getting the pinfall. Love to see it. Favorite match, Kenny Omega, Will Ospreay 2. Lots of blood, my style. Also, Tony Storm at the presser, sensational form. Check that out if you haven't seen it. Not quite as incendiary as All Out 2022, but Tony's awesome. Give her some thumbs up and everything else. Praise, yeah, all that. Let's move over to one of the burning questions from the backstage area. Uh, last night was the first time that CM Punk and the Elite had been in the same building since All Out 2022. Of course, Collision the other week, Punk's return, the Elite weren't there. Then we had Dynamite in Chicago this past week, and the Elite weren't there either. They did pre-tapes, they weren't in the building. So this was the first time they'd been in the same place. They were all on the card. The Bucks, Omega, uh, Hangman Page, CM Punk, obviously, wrestling Satoshi Kojima. Um, how did AEW handle this? How did they separate them? According to Fightful Select, they were positioned on complete opposite sides of the building. So there you go, that's how they kept them apart. I mean, it would have been pretty silly to put them next door to each other, given the last time that these people were in the same locker room as each other. Um, but yeah, the company spaced them out, kept them separated, and there's no word of any incidents or anything like that 
so no need to start spreading muck all over the place. I wonder how tenable this is going to be long term. How long can you reasonably keep people on different ends of the building for? Did they have their own? I want to know. Did they have their own catering areas? Did they play pool in different rooms? Did they have their own designated corridors to walk along? Who the heck knows? But that's what happened. Obviously, Punk beat Satoshi Kojima to advance in the Owen Hart tournament. Gotta say, Kojima emerging as the king of banter this week. On uh, Collision, he goes, I'm gonna kill you, you idiot. And then last night, he, uh, he elbow dropped her CM Punk right in the balls. Funny. <laughs> Nothing against CM Punk or his balls. It's just kind of humorous. Uh, elsewhere, of course, Paige and the Bucks were involved in that wonderful 10-man tag versus the Blackpool Combat Club. Shota Umino uh, and Konesuke Takeshita. Obviously, their partners were Big Tom Ish, my favorite wrestler of all time, uh, and Eddie Kingston. And then Kenny Omega wrestling Will Ospreay. So everyone was there. Everyone was involved. No fights. Nothing like that. It seems positive. But how do you keep them apart forever? I have no idea. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Either way, let's go on to something entirely positive here. Uh, record broken last night, huge one. This was AEW's record gate, apparently, according to Tony Khan. He tweeted this during the show. Uh, I'll just read it. I won't do a voice. Tonight at Forbidden Door in Toronto is officially the biggest live gate in AEW history at about 1.2 million US dollars and one of the top three biggest live gates in the history of pro wrestling in Canada. So that's positive. That's good. Um, that means they made a bunch of money off of ticket sales. So AEW announced an attendance of 14,826. WrestleTix had reported, however, that they'd actually distributed about 1,200 less than this. Look, it's pro wrestling. Companies inflate attendances. Who cares? It's no big deal. Um, but it's a record gate, nonetheless. Now, this record will not stand for long because we're going to London, AEW is, in August, and they've sold 65,000 tickets for that. So this gate is going to be blown out of the water very soon, but it's a successful mark for this show. Now, Khan also noted during the post-show press scrum uh, that the buy rate had done better than Forbidden Door last year and better than Double or Nothing this year. Both of those shows are understood to have done about 140,000 papers 
pay-per-view buys. So Forbidden Door 2, big success across the board. Kind of goes to show that whenever this show is built up to, and whenever it's announced, and whenever the matches are put together and people start showing up on TV from Japan, uh, it just shows that, man, all these comments about, ah, oh, the casuals won't get it, who's gonna watch this, no one cares, all nonsense. We have the business to kind of prove it there, so it's further proof that you should never listen to these dumbass arguments about the mythical casual fan, uh, and all these other straw men that are erected around about the time, and when Okada turns up and goes, how am I supposed to know who this is? Where's that video? It doesn't mean anything. It's nonsense, because people are into these shows, it's just broken the live gate record. It's a huge success across the board. Anyway, you know what else is a huge success? Twitter questions, yes. Got a bunch of them today. I did a little thread on Twitter. Uh, and these are all Forbidden Dory type things. It's the topic of the moment. We'll speak more about WWE later in the week, of course, because Money in the Bank is this weekend, and that's pretty cool. Pay-per-view on a UK time zone. Hell yeah. Don't have to wake up at three o'clock in the morning or, or, or just not go to bed at all. It's a nice alternative, but... Let's roll over to these questions. Our first one comes from James H, good initial, uh, who says, with Osprey saying he wants Wembley, and Wembley definitely wanting him, what do you think his place on the card will be? Omega 3 or something different? So, I think that Omega Osprey 3 will happen. It, this is a booking pattern for Japanese promotions. Uh, one side wins one match, another, ties it up one all and then we have a big rubber match that's that's theoretically bigger than the previous ones uh, to settle the score settle the beef settle the series who is the better man um so it's gonna happen at some stage but if i was a gambling man and i'm not but if i was uh, i would say wrestle kingdom maybe is a safer bet this is a new japan story at its core and um while i would be delighted to see it it's all in, because I'll be there in person, I'll be sick, uh, and it would be befitting of the, the arena and the size of it and the scale. Uh, I think we'll hold off till Wrestle Kingdom. It, it means they can play with it a little longer. It's a nice thing for New Japan to have to sell some more tickets and all of that stuff, because it's not like they need to sell many more for Wembley for it to be a colossal success. In fact, it already is. So there you go. Um, what else do we do with, with Osprey at Wembley in that case? Well, I think a United States Championship defense after taking that title from Omega a defense against an AEW full-timer would make sense to me. Uh, I'm not sure how this ties in with Japanese schedules. I can't even remember the G1 schedule because my brain is made of uh, mashed potato these days. But if we can have Osprey on the cart, him defending that belt against Darby Allen sounds pretty sick to me because you know it'll be an awesome match. And that's primarily what you want from Will Osprey uh, in this role in particular. I'm glad he's sick. Him against a homegrown AEW star. Osprey's obviously going to be a big hit in the UK. Maybe it'd be safer to put him up against a heel in that regard. But either way, this match would whip ass. Uh, on to our second question of the day. It comes from Adam G. Bo, who asks, Do you believe there, there will ever be a forbidden door opens to WWE? Big question. A lot of people asked us something similar. So I've kind of combined everything into here. My short answer is no. Um... WWE is not a promotion generally, and people don't like it when we say this, but it's true. Historically, WWE has not played well with others. In fact, they've played pretty awfully with others. You can go back to the territory days of Vince McMahon's expansion in the 80s, going national, um, buying up 
uh, TV time slots to take away from smaller promotions and going, hey, wrestlers from other companies, we'll put you on our TV show, it'll be great for everyone, and then just signing those wrestlers so no one else had nothing. Uh, and then you can fast forward through to the modern day and what they did to the British indie scene with the advent of NXT UK and the inroads they tried to make into Japan uh, in recent years as well that have fallen on their arse. So, no, I don't think the Forbidden Door will ever be open to WWE. Um, and I think other promotions should be very wary of working with them, frankly. That being said, obviously, a card would kick ass. A WWE versus AEW versus New Japan Super Show would be the best thing of all time. It would be so sick. Um, but we have to be realistic about these things. We have to look at history and how these things have always panned out. And Vince McMahon is not a play well with others kind of guy. I don't think Triple H would have any say in this or any sway. In fact, I think Triple H is cut from the same cloth quite frankly, for all his talk about the indies and the NXT super indie era and all this stuff, lip service to me. But hey, let me know what you think. Maybe, maybe I'm just a cynical old grump. I don't think I am, though. It's Vince McMahon, for goodness sake. Uh, but good question. Nice one. Thank you. Uh, and our final one today comes from Love of, Lover of Coffee. Me too, man. Me too. Uh, if you could have booked one match, one dream match for last night's show that didn't take place, what would it have been? I got a bunch, really. Um, I'll go for just two singles matches to keep it keep it simple. Shingo Takagi wasn't on the the Forbidden Door show, but he was in town. I think he worked a match for Ring of Honor taped. Uh, singles match for him would have been sick. So obviously, the, the, his opponent that I've booked here was elsewhere on the card. Shingo versus Moxley. I've not seen it since 2019 when they had the G1 fight that was bloody awesome. That'd be so sick. The ace of AEW versus just the king of machismo, muscle guy, fast, explosive wrestling. It'd be a great time across the board. I've also got a, a more fanciful one here. More fanciful because AEW hasn't been able to pull off the interpromotional matches in the women's division yet, with Stardom or Tokyo Joshi Pro, but Julia versus Jamie Hayter would be completely absurd. It'd be ridiculous. I sincerely hope that they're able to do something with Stardom or Tokyo Joshi Pro uh, next year when we do Forbidden Door because, my goodness, this would just be absolutely bananas. It's just the aura, the presence, the sheer wrestling ability, the hard-hitting nature of these two women colliding into each other. It'd be sensational. Obviously, Julia's teasing doing stuff now. She's called out Willow Nightingale, and Tony said she's going to slap the tits off her or something at the press conference. Her words, okay. Um, but yeah, th that would be awesome. Uh, and the list of potential dream matches for these shows is still a million miles long. We've got a lot of ground to cover. It's very exciting. I can't wait to see what they do next. But hey, thanks for joining me today. This video that's been on the screen for a while, you're going to love that one too, and I'll see you later. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 